Greetings and welcome to the Talkin' Reggae Podcast. I am your host, Jay, from Street Level Uprising. Greetings and welcome to Reggae Bridge. Tonight I said, who haven't I done that I've wanted to do that I should have done? So far. This is what I do with Reggae Bridge, right? We're introducing the old school to the new school. We're introducing the new school to the old school. So I'm getting back to Reggae Bridge's original intention tonight, which is to line up an old school artist. One who's still going today, so not really old school, just whole school. A whole school artist, along with a new school artist who came out less than 20 years ago. So I'm kicking it off tonight with Third World, and then later on I'm going to go into Taurus Riley. Third World, 1973. Cat Core, Ibo Cooper, uh, Prilly Hamilton, and Carrot Jarrett leave Inner Circle to start their own thing. Third World. That's 73. 74, they start playing live here and there, the, mostly uh, hotels, nightclubs around Jamaica. They opened for the Whalers. Uh, I'm sorry, opened for the Jackson 5 along with the Whalers. It was the Jackson 5 played uh, Jamaican National Stadium, and the Whalers, uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers, uh, and, uh, and Third World opened for them. Third World released their first single railroad track and it was self self-produced self-released did that before landing a record deal with island records and put out their self-titled album in 76 they toured europe with the whalers so they're starting to get their footings on uh, 76 on their self-titled album they had a a hit in jamaica with uh, a cover of sata masagana by the abyssinians played the smile jamaica Festival in 76. Also in 76, uh, they had a lineup change and Bunny Ruggs came in on vocals. Willie Stewart came in on drums. Uh, played Smile Jamaica. I think I mentioned that already. 1977, they released one of their biggest albums, 96 Degrees in the Shade. It's probably, probably their most famous, I don't know, one of their most famous tunes is 1865, which is subtitled 96 Degrees in the, in the Shade. If you've heard the tune, you know it by 96 Degrees in the Shade. So they had a, had a hit with that. And 1978 came out with uh, Journey to Addis. Had a hit with Now That We Found Love, which is a cover of an OJ song. Uh, was a was a big hit on both sides of the Atlantic, including going to top, uh, hitting the top 10 in the UK. So now Third World is really established now. They're established in, the, in Jamaica. They're established in the international market. It's the late 70s, and they're just starting to kill it. And that late 70s throughout the 80s, really fertile time for them, really. It was almost an album a year for like 15 years that they were doing. Slowed down a little bit in the 90s, but not that much. Still, you know, no slower than any other band for sure. But really in the late 70s, the 80s, they were just killing it. Just, just boom, 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 boom. So. 1982, Stevie uh, Wonder writes this tune called Try Ja Love, which Third World Records, big hit, right? That's a a great tune, too. I mean, you can kind of tell, even their version, even when they recorded it, you can almost, if somebody tells you, oh, it's a Stevie Wonder tune, you can be, ah, yeah, 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 I hear that. I hear the Stevie Wonder in this tune. So that's a great tune that they had. Uh, Mid-80s, they started to shift, started having a little more lineup changes, and they kind of shifted 
towards more mainstream sound. Now, this was pretty controversial. Third World was almost a little controversial from the start because even though they were rooted in reggae, they had a lot of branches of other, other music that they kind of put on top of those roots, right? It had some, some funk and some funky grooves, disco grooves, uh, jazz. Talked about this on Reggae Bridge in the past, so we got to understand about the origins of reggae is when all these reggae musicians were coming up in the 60s and 70s, they had the little bit of radio in Jamaica, and they were also getting the music that was coming down from the States. It's, uh, they could pick up some of those AM stations. They were picking one up out of New Orleans. I think they might have even picked one up out of Memphis. But anyway, so they're getting all these American vibes coming through. So they've got the, the original Mento and African grooves from the island. But now they're also picking up jazz from the States. They're picking up R&B. They're picking up country. They're even picking up country. And I tell people this, if you listen to country and you listen to reggae, you can hear that there are similar things. You can hear sometimes some of that same swing. You can hear sometimes the upbeats are treated the same. And there's a reason for that. In fact, if you want to know where the true bridge exists, go check out Willie Nelson's album, Country Man, where he plays a bunch of reggae tunes. Uh, some of them are reggae versions of some of his country tunes. Some of them were new. Uh, there's a duet with, with Toots Hibbert on there. A fun album. But anyway, so they're getting all these vibes that are coming down and coming into the music. and it's adding with the indigenous sounds in the island, and it's making these other sounds. It's, it's, it's helping to create ska. It's helping to create rock steady, then helping to create reggae. So Bob Marley and the Whalers, they were embracing the rock because Chris Blackwell from Island Records was saying, you know, we want to market this to the white rock audience in the U.S. So, you know, they added electric guitar solos and stuff like that. Um, Toots and the Maidles were, you know, their, their sound had some funk. There was funkiness to their reggae. That's why they, they got an album called Funky Kingston. And Third World took all this, to make a long story not as long as I was about to, they took all these influences and they really, you could really see them in, in the music. You can see that the foundation of reggae is there, but you can, you can hear the jazz and the, the disco and the funk and all the stuff that was coming down in the U.S. and it was controversial because it wasn't straight roots reggae, and it was even more controversial when they took kind of a pop pivot in the 80s. Uh, me, personally, man, I, I've never understood the reason for, like, there's the purists, right? Like, the jazz purists and the blues purists and the reggae purists, and that's cool, but you are limiting yourself to one frame of time. If you're a reggae purist, you're really just looking... In a few years, it exists at the end of the se- '60s and the beginning of the '70s, because by the time Bob took over, uh, you got a lot of rock in there, and like I said, Third World, Toots, all that stuff. There's all these influences. So where's where is the purity, and why is the purity? The same thing happens in blues, man. Like uh, reggae is like blues and jazz, where it's like everybody wants it to be the way it was in the first ten years of of its existence. The jazz musicians today couldn't can't get arrested in the states. Because if anybody wants to listen to jazz, they're listening to Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker and Miles Davis, which is where it began. And it's great to have that. And I love that. That's my favorite. But jazz grew and jazz is still going. And blues, you've got that, that 
that purest blues, but you've still got people playing blues and they're adding new things to it. And reggae is the same way. The, the pure roots reggae didn't exist for very long because it had all these other influences in it. And we can move that forward to today and see what happened with uh, the, the, the synthesizers in the 80s and the dance hall grooves that came in and all this stuff where, you know, there's a little bit of that pure roots reggae and all these influences stacked on top of it. And that's what keeps things moving. That's what keeps it vibrant, keeps it fresh. None of us want to be stuck in 1965, no matter what type of music you play. So Third World has always been around about that. And even when they pivoted toward pop, still kept the reggae roots, still had the other vibes to it. Um, but it was a little bit controversial. And, you know, ironically, when Third World was really having their hits, late 70s, early 80s, was before they sort of went more commercial. And, and, and after they went more commercial, um, th their albums stopped charting. So it was almost kind of, you know, I, I, I don't know, almost an ironic thing that was going on. You, you'd expect them to have bigger hits when they went a little poppier, but didn't exactly happen. But still a great band, still going today. More lineup changes. And tons of albums. I mentioned earlier, like I can't, I can't do the discography I can only do a discography on bands that had, you know, I don't know, six, eight, maybe 10 albums because I can't, I'm not going to remember every single album in order in the year and all that. Can't do it. I'm sorry. My memory's no good for that. Uh, I'm lucky I remember anything about what I'm talking about at all because it could all just be gone. Fortunately, I remember enough to get through Reggae Bridge. Uh, but I will tell you some, some, some highlight albums, some, some key. Highlights in their discography. Um, I mentioned the ones in the 70s and 80s. We'll get to uh, 1989, Serious Business was a, a solid album. Uh, 2006, Black, Gold, Green. I remember I bought that when it came out. Um, and uh, that, was, that was back when we were still buying albums, uh, unless you went the Napster route. And I, they, I've, I always support the bands that I really love. I always support them. I will always buy their music. Yes, I, I, I stream like everybody else, but if I really support a band, if I really feel strongly about them, then I will buy their album. I will buy their... I, I'm old school. I do like having CDs. Um, it's, it's a comforting thing because I'm old. And uh, I did buy their CD, Black, Gold, Green, in 2006. Good album. Uh, unfortunately, 2014, February 2014, Bunny Ruggs, uh, their, their vocalist, passed away from cancer. Uh, A.J. Brown is their vocalist now. Uh, Ibo Cooper left the band, I want to say like 97. Uh, but there are still two original members, the OGs of Third World, Cat Core, and um, uh, uh, bassist uh, Richard Daly. They are still going strong, still doing. In fact, uh, they, um, they keep doing it, man. They keep, they keep playing, they keep touring, they keep make, making albums. Let's get some key tracks now for Third World. 1865, subtitled 96 Degrees in the Shade. That's a great tune. That's That tune's actually about the Morant Bay Rebellion. That's why it's called 1865. The Morant Bay Rebellion took place in 1865 in Jamaica. Go read all about that. Uh, Jamaica has a, a long history um, because it was, unfortunately, a slave colony. There's a long history of rebellion. Uh, that's what Rastafari grew out of, was the rebelliousness the spiritual rebelliousness. Um, so check out that tune and learn about the Morant Bay Rebellion, but 96 Degrees in the Shade, great tune. And it's funny because, you know, 
I don't remember the first time I heard it exactly, but like that tune's from like 77. And the first time I heard it, sometime in the 90s, I guess, because that's that's really when I awoke to most music. So hearing hearing that tune, I thought it was brand new. It sounded brand new to me. And you go back, listen now, you can kind of tell the production was from the 70s. It got that 70s warmth to it. But at the time, it just sounded so fresh to me. The vocal harmonies and and the production sounded really fresh. And, and to me, that's kind of a timeless tune. Other great tunes by Third World include Ja Glory, Reggae Ambassador, uh, Lagos Jump, Tribal War, Low Key Jammin' might be my favorite Third World tune. That's probably between that and In a Time Like This. So those are two of my favorite tunes, along with uh, 96 Degrees in the Shade. Uh, Sense of Purpose, another great uh, track. Black Golden Green from Black Gold Green album. So there's a lot of great Third World out there. And you could start you can start from anywhere because there's so, I mean, they got like 20 albums or something unbelievable like that. So there's plenty of it out there. It is definitely a little jazzier, a little funkier, a little poppier than a lot of reggae. But what I love about Third World, they cover all kinds of different uh, lyrical themes. And there's really something for everybody. There's really, no matter what, if, if you like reggae at all, there's going to be some stuff in there that you dig. I like that it's real eclectic. I like the variety. Um, I love the soul that's in Third World. Um, and just check it out. If you've never checked out Third World, check them out. Even if you have checked out Third World, listen again. All right? Third World. I'm going to move on right now to Taurus Riley. Born 1981. Uh, Bronx, New York, and grew up in Jamaica. His dad was Jimmy Riley, another famous singer. And in 2004, Taurus Riley released his first album called Challenges. Rolled off through a few albums over the next decade with Parables in 2006, uh, 2009 Contagious, 2012 Me Acoustic, 2013 To The Limit, uh, and uh, had a number one album on the Billboard reggae charts in 2014 with Love Situation. Took a break from recording, six-year break, and this year, 2020, came out with Healing. Taurus Riley has been winning awards since he started recording music. All, all kind, he's got like just a bunch of, you know, best, re- best song, best reggae song. One of them was weird, like best best reggae song of the past 15 years or something like that with uh, She's Royal, which is probably his biggest hit, She's Royal. Uh, other great tunes by Taurus Riley, Gimme Look a One Drop, Superman, Shaka Zulu, Pickney, Just the Way You Are, My Day, Karma, Human Nature, great tunes. Very soulful voice. In fact, first time I heard Taurus Riley, I was wondering if he listened a lot to Garnet Silk. Because it's in that same, if you know Garnet Silk, but you don't know Taurus Riley, it's kind of in, just in that same, it's got that same feel, it's got that same timbre to it. Uh, and I loved Garnet Silk, so it was an easy for me to say, I like Taurus Riley. Beautiful voice, beautiful, soulful voice. Um, and everything, it's like, he'll do tracks that are like, Taurus Riley is a very modern reggae artist. And what I mean by that is, whether he's voicing over a roots rhythm or whether he's voicing over a, a more electronic dance hall groove. It's, it's a very modern production. It's very much 
representative of modern Jamaican reggae, with, but with all kinds of different styles. And his voice fits very well in all of that. Again, whether it's you know, an electronic dance hall groove or a roots thing, uh, his voice matches, blends, whatever you want to call it. It, it fits. It fits every style that he does. Taurus Riley is very much into teaching black history to young people, uh, including in his songs such as uh, Shaka Zulu Pickney, which I mentioned a moment ago. Very much about spreading the word, spreading black history. And even in a predominantly black country, the colonizers will have you believe that they invented everything. So even in a predominantly black uh, country, it's important to teach the youth what's really going on, where they come from, that, that, it's not, that this world is not Eurocentric, that, that every part of the world has original indigenous people who have their own cultures, and he can't do anything to, to erase that, to cross it out. It's important to know. So Taurus Riley spends a lot of time with that black history education. Lyrical themes all over the map. Some of his biggest hits are really sweet love songs, but he's got that conscious stuff. He has the the black history stuff in there, and just a, just a righteous cat, man. Just a, I mean, 16 years now he's been doing it uh, publicly, recorded materials, and killing it. One of the best singers today. So I talked about Third World. I talked about Taurus Riley. I talked as much as I'm going to talk about the election, uh, because that's not why you tune into this. So I'm going to move on. I hope you enjoyed Reggae Bridge tonight. Hope you enjoyed learning about Third World and Taurus Riley. Be sure to check out my podcast, Talking Reggae, which is available wherever there's podcasts. It's these Reggae Bridge episodes going all the way back to season one, episode one. But I'm also going to have some surprises coming in in the near future. So stay tuned for that. Check out the podcast. Subscribe. Check out Street Level Uprising at streetleveluprising.com. Follow us here on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, although I don't do a whole heck of a lot on Twitter, and um, working on some cuts right now. Uh, hopefully, I've finished writing enough songs for the next album. We're gonna more than enough, really. We're gonna whittle them down to uh, thirteen tracks that we're gonna record. So that's where we're at right now. I, I've written a bunch of tunes. I gotta make demos of them for the band so they can pick out the tunes that they want that everyone feels we should record. And we're gonna move forward to that. Hopefully, in twenty twenty one. We can get coronavirus knocked out and get back out on the road playing shows for you, just like all your other favorite bands. I appreciate you tuning in. I am Jay from Street Level Uprising. I hope you've dug Reggae Bridge. I'm going to see you again next Tuesday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, right here. One love. Want to know more about Street Level Uprising or keep up with my goofiness? Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you dug Reggae Bridge and want to watch it happen live, check out Facebook or Instagram. Tuesday evenings at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Did you know that you could get our dub EP absolutely free? Just go to streetleveluprising.com slash seven. That's the number seven. This EP is not available anywhere else. You won't hear it on Spotify. You won't be able to buy it on CD at one of our shows. This EP is just to thank you for your support and features dub versions of seven Street Level Uprising tunes. Check us out on Spotify or Apple Music to hear all three of our studio albums. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Talkin' Reggae. 
I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll talk again soon.